Welcome to Jeff in Motion. First order of business is an apology for whatever the fuck that shuffly noise was that went through the entirety of the last uh, podcast. I think my microphone may have been rubbing on the hoodie or the hood of my hoodie. So I'm going to actively attempt to prevent that today. Oh. Yes, that does show that I do go back and listen to my episodes for quality control purposes and for, you know, to help me remember what the fuck it is I talk about. And, um, so yeah, I I had to sit through that entire episode too, and I apologize. Um, it's a shame because I talked about some things that I actually did have strong feelings on, but there was just like a, just a shuffly noise over the entire thing. Oh, starting, I guess it's not my official two, last two weeks at uh, my job. That would technically have started on Friday, last Friday, uh, because my last day is a Thursday. Mm. And that's only because that's the way our pay periods work out. But I think... Last week I was just so bummed that I had three weeks left. But I think this week I'm going to try and turn that frown upside down and just be happy that I have two weeks left and not the rest of eternity as it was not too long ago. <sighs> Goodness gracious. So yeah, I'm going to try and maintain a positive attitude. Any bullshit I have to deal with is going to be probably one of the last times I have to deal with it. So, there we go. We'll let that be that. Um, I need to spend more time putting shit on my list for Jeff in Motion. Um, I've only got, like, a handful of things on there, and they're not cheerful topics. Um, I think I will talk to you... I'll talk to you about Hot Topic, the last job I've had... Excuse me, the last job I haven't talked about... Um, yet. And, let's see where we go from there. 
I think I talked about sheets. I barely think of sheets as a job. Okay, I'll do sheets and Hot Topic. Um, although I think I've touched on working at sheets before. And honestly, I don't remember when these were. I couldn't... I, I think I worked at Hot Topic before I worked at Sheets, so I'll talk about that. Both of them were for very short periods of time, so I don't have a lot of memories or stories about them. But, um... Yeah. I think it was sometime after I had, uh quit Dunkin' Donuts either the second or third time the trouble I'm having with my timeline is I don't remember if I went back to Dunkin' Donuts or not after um, Hot Topic let me go I I can't tell you that I don't remember at all but uh, it was one of the times that I was unemployed um Leeching off my girlfriend at the time, who is my wife now, and I don't think she would uh, use the term leeching, because I was actively looking for a job, and I believe in school? My memory is so poor, I, I, I don't remember. <sighs> but I was without a job. And I wanted to have one. So I started looking around. And I got hired. Uh, and the local Hot Topic had a, was hiring for seasonal help. It was the holidays. And um, I knew a handful of the guys who worked at Hot Topic. Um, I was friendly with a few of the managers. Um... So, it seemed like it would be a pretty cool place to work. And, um... Here's the thing about Hot Topic. It's all about pop pop culture. Um, more specifically about pop music culture. Um, it's... Was only just starting to branch into, um... Animated TV and anime... And things of that nature. Um, nerd culture was only just starting to peak, or starting to ascend, rather, not peak. Um, maybe I'll talk about nerd culture a little bit today, too. So, like, it was, it wasn't as, it was more focused on music. And, um, one thing that people people know about me uh, that are my friends is I do not in any way keep up with popular music. Um, I'm a lot better than I was, but at that time, if it wasn't the Beatles or the Grateful Dead, I had no idea who they were, pretty much. That's a wild exaggeration, but... Um, fairly accurate. And so I knew the Beatles, I knew Flogging Molly... Um, I knew Weird Al. I knew Weird Al pretty damn good. Um, pretty damn well. <gasps> Excuse me, it's a dark, foggy day, and it makes me sleepy. 
anyway. And part of my interview was what are three bands you listen to? And I believe I listed like Beatles, Flogging Molly, and I don't, I think Grateful Dead was my third because I knew the name and could speak to it barely, but I, I could speak to it. Oh, I'm going to need to get gas. I'll have to pause this at some point. But yeah, like, <laughs> I was not. The fact that I got hired, I think it's just because I seemed as though I would be a competent employee. Which I pride myself in being a competent employee wherever I work. So there's that. I guess the, the, little, the point of that f- part of my spiel was... Uh, if I worked at Hot Topic today, I would be better suited than when I, wor- than when I did work at Hot Topic. Because um, they're far more pop culture based than they are now. Are far more pop culture other than music based than they are now. And I feel as though I could uh, hold my own more. And maybe I would not have been let go. Um, I said, I've said that twice. I was let go at the end of the seasonal season um, and they kept one of the other seasonal workers someone who you know like knew stuff about the products they sold what do you know and like I knew things about the piercings I knew things about the uh, cartoon the nerd air quotes nerd stuff but I couldn't I was useless helping people find music or music memorabilia um, merch and whatnot. But I worked with a handful of cool guys, and um, there are two. Lots of people come in and out of Hot Topic, um, of all sorts and all varieties. But there are two very specific people that show up in Hot Topic that I'll talk about. Because I mean, there is like there were your just your average customers. There were the people who thought you were bestie besties because you had piercings and tattoos, like. All those people came in, but those people come into every job. Um, so I don't. I've talked about them before, but they're two very specific kinds of people that I I've only seen at come in when I worked at Hot Topic. Um, the first one was horrified old people, um, old people that their granddaughter or grandson or son or daughter had asked for something from Hot Topic and they were, because everything was black and dim in there, they were convinced that it was the devil store and they would walk in, like, with a hunched posture, like, looking at the stuff on the walls and just, like, genuinely afraid to be in there. Honestly, you're more likely to catch something from Spencer's Gifts than you are Hot Topic. Hot Topic is so corporate. Um... It's practically a Target or a Best Buy. But they were horrified, and I, you know, I'm me. Oh, hi, can I help you? And I was cheerful, and I was helpful, and genuinely, um, I was more often than not able to 
walk them through it, to hold their hand, and they, they left a little less terrified of Hot Topic than when they came in. And, um... <clears throat> And I, I forgot to mention, I worked with a bunch of cool guys. Um, people that I, I hold amongst my best friends, right, as, as of this day. Um, Mike Carpenter, of Mixing It Up With Mike Carpenter, um, who I'm sure has some stellar Hot Topic stories, um, seeing as how he worked there far longer than I did. Um, Dylan Summers, of a here-as-of-yet-unannounced popular outcast, pending popular outcasts podcast, um, don't have a time frame for you on that, but, uh, he and Justin Strasser of Mon Mom and past guest on the popular outcasts fame are throwing around the idea of a podcast, and I believe have recorded quite a few, but have not decided that it's ready for humanity quite yet. Um... But you guys just got the scoop on a possible new podcast. Um, we've actually got a couple, like, a couple of pending new podcasts, but all of them are... We aren't pushing to get, like, to get podcasts out within a week of when we hear about them anymore. We're letting people take their time to get the stuff out. Um, which is probably for the better. We won't have as many flash-in-the-pan podcasts or um, just people that start with the pressure of, oh, gotta get an episode out, gotta get an episode out. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, It'll be part of uh, our... Wave 3 of podcasts. Uh, Wave 1 was... All the podcasts you know and love. Wave two was um, mixing up with Mike Carpenter, me and my depression, and Portable Power podcast, which um, I love all of those guys. And uh, wave three will be whatever uh, the things that aren't we aren't quite ready to announce because we don't have release dates for them. Um, where the fuck was I? Oh. Working with Mike Carpenter and Dylan and uh, another kid who is a great guy and I miss him a lot, but he lives in uh, Montana, Missouri, and M State, Oklahoma. A state where you think, what? Why? And then you're like, oh, he liked hiking and stuff. And you're like, oh, he's having a great time, I'm sure. Um, Colorado? I don't, I don't know. But he's, you know being a badass somewhere with new friends. Hmm. Anyway, not what I was talking about. The other kind of person, there was the terrified old people and then oh, I don't want to get started in this. I'm going to be getting gas very soon, so uh, let me see. Something I can talk about very quickly before I get gas because I don't want to cut myself off halfway between talking about hot topic kids um that was in air quotes um because it's a very interesting slice of humanity that only shows up at hot topic because you know their namesake they're hot topic kids but i will talk about them 
Um, it what will be minutes for you guys, but it'll be um, more minutes uh, interrupted by getting gas for me. Um, Hot Topic was tough as someone who has an appreciation for um, tattoo and piercing culture because we get a lot of people that come in that got their nose pierced at a pagoda and uh, wanted gaudy, awful jewelry for it. And it was, and I mean, my job was to sell them that gaudy, awful jewelry. But it was tough in good conscience to do so. To be like, yeah, oh, that looks infected. Just like it, it was tough because, and you got a lot of the people, and also a lot of the Hot Topic kids were from the camp of do-it-yourself piercings, uh, piercing yourself at home. And I know that was a big thing for a while. It probably still is. But that's just stupid. Like, I know that you don't need to be certified to be a piercer in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, but any good, any piercer that you want to be pierced by thinks that they ought to have to take a test to do it. Um, like, I go to a guy who's been certified by the, uh, APA, American Piercing Association, I believe that's the title. Um, he's not required to do that, but he did it anyway because he takes his shit serious. So, I mean, there's, there's that. I'm going to be pulling into the gas station. Um, no time will have passed for you guys, and I will talk about um, Hot Topic Kids when I get back. Um, yeah. Ow. Ow. Fuck. Mm. Wagged my elbow on the way into the car. Gotta make sure that my, my hoodie isn't rubbing all up against the mic. I don't want to be the shuffly. Play microphone podcast again. Alright. Okay. Hot topic kids. Um, my initial instinct was to actually call these people hot topic chicks because the percentage of uh, hot topic kids that are female seem to be great, uh, vastly higher. But um, Hot Topic guys did exist. Um, my theory is that they more than likely just wanted to have sex with Hot Topic chicks. Um, whether consciously or subconsciously, uh, I don't know. But Hot Topic kids were... They're annoying. We'll put it that way. Um, They tended to be from between like 12 and 18, um, but closer to 12 and 16. Just early teens, 
just starting to gain that desire of independence and seeking anything to distance themselves from um, the people around them and the people that they grew up with um, and their families just gotta be me I gotta be different and Hot Topic was the place that their parents and grandparents were scared of and that the hicks at school would, would, wouldn't set foot in and so they you know they're desperately just grasping to be different to set themselves apart and um, I mean I get it I get it, but the the people who landed at Hot Topic, I felt so sorry for them because, like, that company, the reason that company exists is basically filling the niche of let's sell shit to kids to make them feel different while all being the same because they're all buying the same shit from our company. And, like, we're going to make all the... We're going to make you all different by making you look all the same as each other, but not those other people. They're the wrong ones. It... And these kids, they... they anyone who works behind the counter at a Hot Topic was, like, the arbiter of differentness. The... We were just deal um, avatars of individuality to these kids um, someone who sells stuff at the mall probably shouldn't be a role model for 14 year old kids I'm just saying but if you want to be hero worshipped by like 12 year olds get a job at Hot Topic um I worked there for three months no not three months like well maybe I barely remember it was either one month or three months because at the end of the Christmas season I just didn't know enough about music um so I couldn't blame them but it did mean I was out of a job And these these kids would just be obsessive about you and um, never failed that we had a very specific term which I don't remember anymore but fangirls basically each hot to- male Hot Topic employee would end up with a handful of fangirls like you were a goddamn rock star um, is really a confusing thing because we don't deserve it in any way we're just retail employees that's it but just being from this place that the, the Hot Topic kids associate as a mecca of differentness and helping them stand out and you take their money 
and give them these items that they have given such importance to, um, you become you become gods among fourteen-year-olds who wear black lipstick. Um, and I really don't want to shit on these kids because they're going through a time. They're trying to figure out who they are. Um, I've been there, man. I've been there, and I would be a goddamn liar if I didn't say I've got a half of a, I've got. Uh, at one point in my life, a significant portion of my wardrobe didn't come from Hot Topic. Um, I'd be a goddamn liar. So, I, I don't think I ever got to the point where I could be considered a Hot Topic kid, but I was a kid who shopped at Hot Topic, for sure. Um, and this wasn't necessarily a male-only phenomenon. Um, the female employees got fanboys, but it was... Like I said, Hot Topic kids were predominantly female, so it just seemed to be more of a uh, male phenomenon that they would end up with these fangirls. And I, I worked there for such a short period of time, but I had a fangirl. Um, and I mean, if you were the worst kind of person, you could get so much jailbait tail working as a Hot Topic uh, cashier, holy fuck. You could just clean house being the dangerous boyfriend. Um, it, and I, I guarantee you some guys do that. I guarantee it because, you know, well, you know, in Pennsylvania, 16 is the age of consent. Like, um... I'll bet you some horrifying things have gone down in the back rooms of Hot Topics uh, after hours. So, I can't say I ever saw anything like that. Uh, the actual the guys that I worked with actually took their job very seriously. And um, so they weren't doing things like that. But... If you put the wrong kind of person behind that kind of power, um, I guarantee you it's happened. Fortunately, my fangirl actually knew my wife, and when one day my both my wife and my fangirl came in to visit me at the same time, Oh my god, sitcom moment. Um, And uh, they were talking to each other. And when my fangirl realized that she was my wife, she was probably my girlfriend at the time. Definitely my girlfriend at the time. But when we were together, um, she got a lot less creepy uh, um, in future interactions. So, thank god that... My fangirl respected my girlfriend. It's uh, a weird thing. Weird thing. And I mean, that's really all I have to say on the hot topic. I know I've talked about sheets before. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I talked about the Cinderella story. So yeah, we're, I don't need to talk about sheets. Um, I will talk about nerd culture a little bit because hot topic is really... Um, taking advantage of that now. And that's the thing, like, it's real tough ID, 
ideologically, oof, that's a $5 word, to be kind of nerdy right now. Because, like, I like things that are also popular, but not because they're popular. And this is what will make me a hipster, which I hate also. You're neither, you're either a nerd, a hipster, or both. And, uh, it seems as though I am both. But it's like, Adventure Time is fucking everywhere. And that's great, because I love that show. But I love that show before there were t-shirts a Hot Topic for it. And it's not... I don't hate that these things are popular. What I get upset about is when people assume that the only reason I like them is because they're popular. I, to my knowledge, it has been a long-ass time since I've liked something simply because it was popular. Um, like I talked about last episode, I like to be genuine to myself and like the things I like and who the fuck cares if I like them. That's like, at work... I'll be like, I'm going to go home and play Pokemon. And people are like, is that a child's game? And I'm like, I don't give a flying fuck. It is a fun game, and I love it. Um, and I, I actively have been attempting not to talk about Pokemon all the time on this podcast, because I will. Um, I might record a... Uh, segment for next month's uh, Popular Outcast Gaming just with like a thoughts and feelings after having played the game for uh, a significant portion of the time. So subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe to Popular Outcast Gaming for Jeff's opinion on the game Pokemon. Uh, But yeah, um... I don't... Excuse me. I don't tend to hide what it is I like because I'm not embarrassed by any of it. Um... But now, since nerd culture kind of peaked, and it's, it's a thing now, and there has become the inevitable backlash to coming from both sides, the, well, I was a nerd before, it was popular to be a nerd, and the, what the fuck is with everybody liking nerds nowadays, sports, football, fucking date rape, Mountain Dew, high fives, people, and, like, so, there, I see a storm ahead. Where the backlash is gonna... Like, I don't think... I feel like... Nerd culture is going to... Fall... Again. Probably not to the point where it was. I don't think it will ever be... A bad word again. I don't think... Being a nerd is gonna be something that's an insult ever again. But I feel as though... There will be a backlash... That I can see growing on the horizon... Um, and that nerd will be, the, the 
concept of nerd culture will become the butt of a joke here and there. Um, and then it will kind of sit quietly until another resurgence in, I don't know, 10 years? That seems to be the cycle that these things run in. Um, but yeah, I feel as though there's going to be a violent yet short backlash and nerd culture will fall um, down to, honestly, where I would like it to be. Accepted and remembered fondly, but not what everyone's into. Um, that would be ideal for me, as, a, as my personal opinion. For nerd culture to, be, to still be accepted enough to be like an industry... Like, I don't ever want nerd culture to get backlash so much that, like, Wizards of the Coast go under, the company that publishes Dungeons & Dragons, or things like that. And, um... And I think that things that are widely considered nerdy are going to break off. Um, like, superhero movies. Not just for nerds anymore. That's just a thing. Superhero movies are a thing, and they're great. Um, video games, not just a thing for nerds anymore. That's a thing for everybody, no matter what the Portable Power Podcast tells you. Um, like, and gaming is only going to get bigger, and it's going to branch out, and there's going to be casual gamers and hardcore gamers and Call of Duty-specific gamers and, um, you know, indie gamers. Like, there's it's going to just be... be as big, if not bigger, than the film industry. Um, and there's going to be a little bit of something for everybody. Your parents are going to play video games. Your, you know, I mean, a lot of your parents already play Candy Crush. Like, like video games have broken off from being a nerd thing. Um, it's like... No one's like you're like yeah I saw the le- I saw um, a movie and people are like what in a theater Pfft, nerd that's not a thing um, so that's gonna be video games like yeah I'm gonna go home and play video games people are gonna be like oh awesome are you playing The Last of Us Seven or um, Halo Twenty Three or uh, things of that nature it's it's going to just be like you're gonna go into the office and be like I played a great little indie video game over the weekend. I really liked it. And they're going to be like, oh, how interesting. Um, Video games are a thing that has broken up from nerd culture, and I don't really consider it a nerd thing anymore. Um, It's just a thing. It's a great thing, um, in my opinion. Kind of petered out like 10 minutes from work. (sighs) Goodness gracious. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Go to my least. I, I did hot topic.
Um, I don't remember what this was. So I'm going to talk about what I think it is. I just have the, uh, I have the phrase, Are you there, God? It's me, Jeff, written down in my notes. And I really don't know what I was saying at the time when I, when I jotted that down. I have really no clue. Um, I think it was kind of uh, as a formerly religious person there are days when I wish I was capable of believing in the religion I grew up with because I have fond memories of feeling taken care of um I get religion Holy shit do I Like I wish I really do wish That I could believe There was a deity Out there looking out for me Um, And all I needed to do was pray And be a decent human being Um, And give him money For some reason that's where that's where church starts to get scammy. Where it's like you know, pray and be a good person and give me ten percent of your uh, wages. Like, what was that last part? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Just uh, we'll we'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> oh, pardon, pardon me. That was always one of the like the passing of the collection plate such a weird thing like it was it's such a common part of church that you don't think anything of it but looking back on it like you just you just handed these like bronzed polished velvet lined bowls around and people just threw money into them um because that's what you're supposed to do and I can remember being an usher, being one of the people who handed those plates around and um, walking back with a plate heavy with small change and cash. Like, it's weird. And it was always like, oh man, look at that money. Um, I never took, I never uh, skimmed off the con- uh, the collection plate, but... Uh, I fantasized about it. Not like, oh man, someday I will. My, I would just be like, you'd look at it, uh, just a wad of bills, and that one rich guy threw a twenty in there because he wants to get into heaven faster than everybody else. He wants a fast pass, um, for the line that is obviously at the gate to heaven. And you just like you can't be holding a bowl full of money without the concept of taking some of it floating in your mind. And of course I never did. And there was never any danger of me doing it. It was not a battle I had to fight with myself. (laughs) Yeah. But I think, I like, there are days when I'm bummed the fuck out or I'm fucking stressed out. I just want to be able to feel like I'm looked out for by lifeguard God who's got it all taken care of. I just got to, you know, blindly follow him. I don't have to do any thinking for myself. 
I don't have to make any decisions. I can just refer to the Bible. Like, fucking religion is a, um, like, just shortcuts to existing as a human being. Um, because it has, there's a rule book, um, that you can follow. And I've always been, I've always been someone who follows the rules. Because I don't know, I'm a good guy. I don't want to place value on it, though. Like, I grew up as a, air quotes, good kid. And I took pride in that. Um, I was not ashamed of being a goody-goody. And I don't think I... I still am not ashamed of that. Yeah, I didn't live as hardcore of a life as some of uh, the people I know now. But I'm pretty happy with where I ended up. Um, Yeah. Two things I have on my list yet. Both are kind of heavy. One involves uh, an incident I had at a very drunken party. Um, that's got a lot of backstory to the story and then um, epilogue after the story. So that I, I want to wait for a full episode for that. And then the other one is my Family Dynamics episode, which um, I don't know why it kind of intimidates me to do. I, I feel as though I, I, I feel as though I'm afraid so I'm going to unearth something that I have suppressed, and I don't know why I fear that. So I don't know. It's weird. But I'll try and think of something a little more lighthearted to talk about on Friday. But if uh, you guys, and by you guys I mean Liam, because he's the only one who talks to me. Um, want to hear about my family or a crazy uh, drunken hookup that has a lot of emotions and backstory and uh, epilogue to it. Let me know and I'll, I'll do one of those. But uh, other than that, I wrap this one up a little early, guys, because I am kind of spent. Let's see. Forty-three minutes—that's a solid episode. All right. Have a good week, guys. Um, rather than drag on for another eight or nine minutes, I'm going to end it here. Have a good week. Um, I'm going to try and keep a positive attitude. Um, let me know if you want to hear about the drunken hookup with a lot of feels and emotions and things, or the family, which will also probably have a lot of feels and emotions and things. Um, and if nobody cares, I'll probably think of something else to talk about. Um, and fuck, there's traffic. Bah. Have a good week, guys. See you Friday.